It is so easy to sin, to, I think, make the wrong choice because Satan knows exactly where our weak spots are. He knows exactly what buttons to push, exactly what things are going to tempt us to make that wrong decision. He is an expert. What I was struggling through last week is, is something I'm watching other people struggle through. And, and it gave me a complete different look at their struggle. Because I've been watching them struggle through something, right? Mm -hmm. and, then, and then all of a sudden this hits me and, and it's like, oh. Now I get it. I get it. Okay, yeah. mm -hmm. that's how that happened. Hello, this is Jim Reynolds, and I'm here with Angela Whitbeck, and you are on the Christian Life Empowerment Podcast today. And we're over here with Wyatt the dog, and he's being pretty good today. Yeah, aren't you, Wyatt? Yeah. Doesn't have a squeaky little toy today, so, <laughs> so maybe you won't make too much noise. Yes, good dog. So hey, we're here to talk a little bit today. Oh, about some of the issues of the week and just having some problems and fighting temptation and just all kinds of battles that we always go through. And I mean, what's your week been like, Ange? Uh, you know, it's been kind of a typical week, I think. Nothing really special, um, which maybe that's that's what's led to my blahs. But it's I've been struggling with uh, just being disconnected or uninterested in anything this week. I'm finding no motivation. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I don't need you with no motivation. So, so Angela and I are putting together, well, we'll, we're, we're moving into our new church, yep. a building this Saturday, this mm -hmm. Sabbath. And, and so that's pretty exciting or it should be pretty exciting. Yeah. We've got and, a camp meeting coming up that we're planning for. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of things that, that I should be doing and, and excited about, and I am excited about them. I just, I am, I don't know. I just have that feeling where it's, ugh, it's just blah. <laughs> well, we, we are kind of in the middle of summer, so, you know, can kind of the summer blues, I, you know, I don't know. I thought it was the winter blues, you I, know. I think you could probably have blues anytime Probably, you want, yeah. So I don't yeah. know, but, I, you know, I thought dog, the dog days of summer, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I don't know, and then, yeah, they, well, we just went through that heat wave. Mm-hmm. And, and that was, you know, you couldn't do a whole lot during the heat wave. And then the, the COVID, we're just getting out of coronavirus. So, so no more mask anymore. Right. Thank God for that. <laughs> you know, no, no more mask. But then, of course, you know, there's talking about the, the new uh, um, Delta. They call it the Delta variant, I guess, and, and how dangerous that is. And yeah, I don't know. It just keeps going and going. But, mm -hmm. but so we go get out of one disaster and, and we go into this, oh, this heat wave. That was something else last week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought I had gotten away from that kind of heat. And it doesn't even get that hot in Louisiana <laughs> where I grew up. But, man, it was, I, I had people, family members from Florida and Louisiana texting me, telling me how hot it was here and I'm like I know yeah. <laughs> I'm living it yeah. so and, and so what did it get 116 115 yeah. it was you know I was in 117 one time in India and it was but but it was like 90% humidity yeah it was just amazing <laughs> so much and worse. sweaty and ridiculous yeah but um but yeah, that was that was intense heat. Mm -hmm. That was so I don't know, and and so yeah, you're going through kind of the whole blase thing, and mm -hmm. and me on the other hand, I've got I've got all these things going on right now that 
I don't know. I don't know if they depend on me or not. Mm -hmm. I mean, whether we're talking about the camp meeting or this church we're starting or, or what I do in India. And I, I think some of it would depend on, on whether or not I was there, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And, and I think, I, I think I'm being attacked. Mm -hmm. I think I'm being attacked. I, I put something up on, on Facebook this week and it was, I was read in Deuteronomy. Oh, where was that? I think it was Deuteronomy 30 and, and Moses is, you know, going back over the law and he's saying, I give you, I give you the good things and life and I give you the evil things and death. Right. Okay. And, and I put that up on Facebook and I, I'm just, I'm, you know, that's not exactly word for word how the verse mm -hmm. goes, but, but basically summarizing it. And then I, I put underneath, and it, it is that simple, mm -hmm. right? It's, it, if you do right, you live. If you do bad, you die. Shouldn't it be easier to choose doing right? You would think, but, I mean, they say it's a, there's a reason it's a stairway to heaven and a highway to hell. <laughs> Mana Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> but I mean, for I, and I don't know why it is, but it is so easy to sin, to, I think, make the wrong choice because Satan knows exactly where our weak spots are. He yeah. knows exactly what buttons to push, exactly what things are going to tempt us to make that wrong decision. He is an expert yeah yeah he is and, and oh and, and such an expert because you know our brain chemistry i mean between the dopamine and, mm -hmm. and the other chemicals that the soup of chemicals that go on in your brain when when something excites you or something you know i mean if you're mm -hmm. doing something bad i mean there, there's a little excitement yeah there. you know eve when he, she's reaching for that fruit she's you know she's mm -hmm. got this this whole thing going on and, and so yeah satan knows how to use that stuff mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, it is, it's, it's, it's rough. And, and if he can pull somebody down, that's, that's leading a church, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Or leading a, a ministry where, you know, hundreds or thousands of people are, are being ministered to. Wow. What a, mm -hmm. you know, what a feather in his cap that is. Yeah. And I think for, I mean, for me, I think sometimes it's not even whether I'm making a choice to do something or not do something. Sometimes Satan's biggest button with me is doubt. Mm, mm. Doubt creeps into my mind. Am I good enough? Am I smart enough? Uh, do I have enough time? Am I doing this right? You know, who am I to to be, you know, planting this church with you in the group? You know, what right do I have? You know, I am such a sinful person and I, I just these doubts and the just the question of what right do I have or even even am I doing the right thing? What should I do? Yeah. Doubt sometimes stops me in my tracks and that's enough for Satan to maybe speak into somebody's heart that I was going to talk to, but because I'm stopped by doubt, he now has an opening with this person, mm. you yeah. know? So it's, it's sometimes not just action. Sometimes even our thoughts can, can sway 
or, or change what we're doing, our direction. Yeah, and you know, and, and make it so that we're not, we don't have the ability to reach out to the people who are hurting, who need us mm -hmm. at the time, because you know, Satan's got us mired in our own problems, our own doubts, our own sins, and yeah. and telling us we're not good enough, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because if he can make make us think we we aren't good enough, we aren't good enough. Yep. And you know, it's just like when you. It's funny. Just your attitude and momentum means so much, mm -hmm. right? So, for instance, if you want to try to ask somebody to do something and you want them to do something, if you feel in your mind in your heart that they're not really going to do it, you've already you've already lost because mm -hmm. they're going to sense that when you ask them. Just the way you ask them, the, mm -hmm. the, the tone of voice you have when you ask them. So, so you've got to be completely positive and believe in your own mind that this is going to happen. And nine times out of ten, when you're like that, it, it works. Yep. It really does. But and and it's just like with everything else. And mm -hmm. so, if you can get that little hint of doubt in your mind, it 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 translates itself into everything you do. Mm -hmm. Your body language, your tone of voice, the way you talk, it's all translated. That that little bit of doubt can be sensed by yep. everybody around you. Mm -hmm. And it stops you cold. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, it, it, it's so rough. And we we keep going and we, we keep looking for the things that we can do and, and to help other people and to to introduce Jesus to other people. And and at the same time, we're fighting this incredible battle inside of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, so so what do you tell somebody who's who's fighting their own battle? You know? I I don't know, because I don't know what battles you're fighting. Yeah. Unless you tell me. And right. and sometimes sometimes the battle is too big or too personal to share and sometimes you you don't even know what you can't put words to the battle. Mhm. Mm but you know you're fighting. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, what what do I do when I'm fighting those battles? Sometimes I retreat into myself and I circle and spiral and it just gets worse and worse <laughs> and worse. Um, and, you know, I have to, I guess, get out of my own head and just stop and consciously make an effort to talk to God and say, look, I, I may not have the words to express what I'm going through, but you know what I'm going through. And I know that whatever it is, I'm either going to learn from it or grow from it. And I just, I need your help, God, to help me see what the lesson is. What's the purpose of this struggle? What do I need to do? Mm. And that's it's not an easy thing to do for me because you know for a long time i was away from the church and and god was not my first your go-to he wasn't my go-to mm -hmm. so i have to make a very conscious effort to do that now and i think i feel like the more i do it the easier it's getting right now but it's still a struggle and I still, you know, sometimes go to friends before I go to God, but, um, 
Oh, I think it's okay to go to friends. Mm, I mean, yeah. But but you want to make sure that God's in there. And going right. to godly friends is, is even better. Yeah, somebody <laughs> right. that can pray with you and, and and I think that some of these struggles and these experiences God allows us to go through, maybe. I mean, sometimes you go, why? You know, yeah. but, but God allows you because what I was struggling through last week is is something I'm watching other people struggle through. Mm -hmm. And and it gave me a complete different look at their struggle. Because I've been watching them struggle through something, right? Mm -hmm. And then and then all of a sudden this hits me and and it's like, oh now I get it. I get it. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's how that happened. Yep. You know, and so mm -hmm. so it gives you this this insight into into how evil works and mm -hmm. how how the mind works and how human nature is so incredibly weak. Yeah. And that that's what's part of the disgusting thing is is we're so incredibly weak. Right? <laughs> we are so flawed and so oh, weak. Man. Yeah. I mean, we're just spineless like a mm -hmm. jellyfish. It just, it, I think I know why God puts up with so much because he knows how incredibly weak we are and he just feels so sorry for us. Mm. <laughs> well, he loves us enough uh, to yes, keep, yes, to absolutely. Keep, yeah. Yes. Um, but it's, and I find, I think, yes, we are weak. But I think sometimes we, what's the word? Um, we delude ourselves into thinking we're strong enough to do it alone. Yeah, yeah. So when I retreat into myself, when I'm battling something, instead of either going to God or going to a friend, you know, I don't want to burden anybody else. I can handle it myself. But uh, more times than not, I will sit there and spiral and it just gets worse and worse and worse. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, with what you were battling last week and you saw other people battling and it helped, when I can share my struggles with someone and whether they've had that same struggle or not, a burden shared is easy to bear. Yes. So I'm no longer, I mean, yes, it's still my problem, my struggle, but I now have someone that cares about the outcome and wants to help. Um, and if you find somebody who, you know, oh, I've been through that before and mm. this is how I dealt with it, yeah. all of a sudden you are not alone. Mm, yeah, and I think we as maybe as humans, as, I don't know, women or what men, whatever, tend to think that we're the only ones who have this problem, whatever oh, yeah. problem it is. Yeah. And that is so, so, I mean, I would say 99.9% .9 of the time, it's not the case. Someone else has struggled through it. Someone else is right now going through the same struggle. Um, and when you, when you don't share, when you don't try to find help, you don't see that. Right. Yeah, it is easy to think that it's it's just you. 
And you know, there's not a, a there's not what what is that Bible verse? There's not a sin known to man that God has not made a way of escape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's not there, and, and I don't know. That's I'm paraphrasing again, but basically, there there's not a sin out there that that hasn't been thought of. There's nothing new under the sun. Right. And and there's no struggles out there, in however many thousands of years this world's been around that that hasn't hasn't been struggled through in one way or the other. And so, and, and that's why Satan's so good at it. Mm-hmm. Because he's pulled this off many times. Yep. He, he knows exactly where mm-hmm. our weak spots are. And so, the you know, we can be, we can be stuck in this, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and once we get through one thing, it can just be another thing thrown at us. And wham, we get hit by that. Wham, we get hit by the next mm-hmm. thing. How do we find joy, Ange? I mean, how do we how do we get through this? Get by because you're going to have those those low moments, mm-hmm. and and maybe you have the real high moments. But but how do you have that? You know that above the baseline level of joy. Well, I think that's it's. I like that you use the word joy because I believe there is a difference between joy and happiness. Mm-hmm. Happiness is an emotion that is based on circumstances. Mm-hmm. Joy is a choice. It's a way of being. Um, or it's, I don't know, it's not based on your circumstances. And I mean, I can, I mean, I don't want to, I don't know. I, I haven't found a situation yet where I have not been able to choose to see joy in something. Right. You know, I I lived through Hurricane Katrina. I was at right I lived right outside New Orleans when Hurricane Katrina hit. And my ex-husband and I we lost our house and everything in it. Um, you know, we didn't have power for almost a month. We were eating MREs. It was I mean, it was a disaster and I lost so much. And yet I was healthy. I had my family. I was able to find joy in some of the things that I had been taken for taken for granted. Yeah. Well, and that's wonderful when you can find it, and and it's wonderful that you know that you can find it. Mm-hmm. I guess my question is, how do you remind yourself of that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you're miserable, you're, yeah. you're, you're spiraling, like you say, mm-hmm. or you're, or you're just fighting this, you know, whatever, whatever Satan's throwing at you at the time, and you're just fighting through mm-hmm. all of this. And then, how do you remind yourself throughout all of this that that I need to have joy? That there's got to be this this level of joy. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm not talking baseline joy. And, that's, and you can't see my hands. I'm, I'm, I'm talking, you know, <laughs> saying where baseline is. I want to be above it, right? But I, I, I want to be, you know, as a Christian, as as a child of mm-hmm. God. I should have this 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 joy that's above the average. That's a a higher, you know, form of joy that I should be able to to rely on. And no matter what happens to me, even though I'm going to hit some lows, I should be able to get back up there, right? 
because you're you're gonna get the, you're not gonna be happy all the time or right. joyful all the time. Right. I mean, you know, it says if you're you know Jesus says if you're persecuted, rejoice and be extremely happy. Well, mm -hmm. okay, that's nice to say, but I remember <laughs> you know the point where Jesus wasn't rejoicing, right? Right, right. You know, he was in Garden of Gethsemane. He was saying, God, take this mm -hmm. cup from me if it's possible. Yeah. You know, and so even Jesus at that point wasn't rejoicing. Mm -hmm. There's points where you want this cup taken from you, but but you need to figure out. You know, how do you get back to that where Jesus says, but not my will, but thy will, and he just goes through with it. Mm -hmm. And how do you keep reminding yourself that's there? Um, I don't know. I mean, I've had people uh, talk about a gratitude journal or a joy journal. You know, mm. every morning, you the first thing you do before you even get out of bed, you have a notebook by the, by the bed and you write down, you know, maybe you start with one thing that you're thankful for. Hmm. Okay. And maybe the next day it's two things or whatever. And if you do this daily, you're starting your day off on a positive note, a grateful, thankful note, and it permeates the rest of your day. It kind of sets the stage for the rest of your day. So mm. even if you have a really, really bad day and you maybe lose that joy, first thing next morning, yeah, you're, you're finding back. something grateful Ooh. for. I've, I mean, I haven't, Not a bad idea. I haven't tried it yet, but I've, I have people who just, you know, swear by that. And, well, and I think it's a good idea. Yeah. And I've heard of the thankful journal, but you know what? I've never heard of a joy journal. No. Did we come up with something? Maybe. Is this something new? There's nothing new on this. <laughs> but is it, you know, it, it, yes, it, I guess it would correlate something thankful for mm -hmm. and something to be joyful for, but mm -hmm. there's a little bit of difference there, right? Yeah. I mean, what gives you joy? If you, if you could write down something that gives you joy. My grandchildren give me joy, right? Mm -hmm. As long as they're not there for too long <laughs> no yeah. i love them to death but there's four of them and three of them are in diapers and yeah, yeah they, that's that's a lot to deal with <laughs> but for a while mm -hmm. oh it's the best thing in the world yeah um and just having them happy and healthy gives mm -hmm. me complete joy yeah. you know is there is there things like that that i guess i could i could write down and thank god mm -hmm. for when i'm feeling blah yeah. Or I'm feeling overwhelmed mm -hmm. by by whether it's temptation or stress or work or or whatever just mm -hmm. being thrown at me by the world. Um, yeah. I don't know. Is there something? Could I write down? Would I just start? How would I point myself to that? Do it in know. the morning. I'd do it in the morning, or you know, set a reminder on your phone. You know, maybe you do it at lunchtime or mm, maybe maybe it's just a random time in the day so that you're intentional about it. You know, yeah. you set a reminder and whatever you're doing at 2.28 p.m., you're going to stop and pull out your journal and, and write something that you're joyful for. Yeah, because I think I think that's what that's what we should have as Christians. Mm hmm. So we should have this joy. And imagine if Christians had this joy and it just it just permeated everything we did. And it was just just part of our lives. I mean, people would see that because everybody's struggling. Mm -hmm. Whether you know, whether you're a Christian or not a Christian or a Buddhist or a Hindu or whatever you are, right? The life is tough. Yep. It's yep. just hard. And it's no easier if you're a Christian. It really isn't. What, Sometimes easier, it's harder. <laughs> 
what's easier is is that you've got a backup. I mean, you you can mm -hmm. go to God. You've got your your Christian friends, and you can pray, and mm -hmm. you you've you've got God helping the Holy Spirit helping you through whatever you're you're struggling through. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean the the temptations and the 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 stress and everything else doesn't hit you. Like, right. You know. Like right. animal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they, you know, one of the things I've heard a lot of Christians say, well, you know, the battle or the the war's been won. Well, mm -hmm. yeah, the war may be won, and I yes, I know Jesus won, and eventually, I'll get to heaven, I hope. But w the battle I am fighting right now is tough. Yeah. And yeah. you know, I don't need a platitude. Mm -hmm. I need. Right. Joy. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. I need. <laughs> so I don't know. It's uh, I think. Well, and I think I, I think one thing, too, is is everybody's going to go through this. There's going to be times when there isn't joy. There's going to be times when there is true suffering. Mm -hmm. and, and just, you know, the only way I've been able to get through those times is to to just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Mm -hmm. No matter how I feel, how bad I feel, how pained I feel um just keep stepping that next foot down step after step and it's not easy to do no no and sometimes you know I don't have the strength to do it and I have to just say God you've you've got to move my feet because mm -hmm. I am mm -hmm. stuck here yeah. mm -hmm. um, you've got to give me the strength because often it's I'm not doing things in my own strength Sometimes I delude myself into thinking it is my own strength, yeah, but looking, <laughs> looking back, so often I see that it was it, there was no way I could have gotten through what I did on yeah. my own. And I mean, it's it's so the the footprints in the sand, the the poem, mm -hmm. the classic poem. I mean, there's so many times where I look back, and there's only one set of footprints because I know yeah. he was carrying me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the only thing I do in my own strength is run the other direction. <laughs> yeah, make the wrong decision. That's what I do. <laughs> God be wants, to, wants me going here, I'm going over there. I can do that in almost my own strength pretty good. You know, you watch that, and, and you watch lives just become a mess, mm -hmm. and situations become a mess, and you just... What God, you, you have enough examples of what it's like not to follow God. Mm -hmm. They're really logically, you should follow him. Logically, you should do the right thing. Logically, you know what mm -hmm. Moses said is true. If you do good, you will live. Yeah. This is the logic you have. But the human nature is so, mm, so complicated and, and, mm -hmm. and just, I don't know. It, it's a talk. Yeah, and I think one of the biggest issues I think we have as humans is we are programmed from our earliest age to look out for ourselves. Yeah. That we need to do things ourselves, be self-sufficient, you know, provide for ourselves. If you don't ask, you know, if you don't fight for yourself, nobody else will. Mm -hmm. And... If you look at Jesus's life, nothing he did was for himself. Mm. Everything he did was for others. Yeah. And I mean, if we can use that ultimate example and stop living for ourselves, yeah. 
and start living for others, caring for others more than we care for ourselves. I, I we'd have that, yeah, we'd have that peace and that joy mm -hmm. that Jesus had. Yeah, you know when he when he sat there at the well and he was speaking to the woman at the well and he hadn't eaten for a long time and his disciples went to get him food and they came back with food and Jesus looks at them and he says. I have food you know not of. Mm -hmm. And the food he was talking about was the joy he got from talking to that woman and watching watching her get it. Mm -hmm. And so there you know there's joy to be had out there. And and I think I think that was a good idea you had is to try to get up and write something that gives you joy. Yep. Just write something down that gives you joy mm -hmm. first thing in the morning. And the key is you cannot repeat the same one twice. Okay. So, so we're making up rules as we go along now. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if you say every morning, I say, man, I am so, I, food brings me joy. I love food. But if it's the same thing, you're not really finding joy. Right. You're not seeking joy. Food makes joy. me fat, too. So, I mean, they're not. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but it does bring me joy. But if you're finding something <laughs> right. new each day that brings you joy, yes. you might just look back in a month and be amazed yeah. at how much joy is in your life. All right. All right. I'm going to try to do this every day. Okay. You're going to try to do this every day? <laughs> I'll try. Okay. All right. The next podcast, we're going to talk uh, about how that worked out as part of our podcast. All right. Great. And if any of you <laughs> want to try that too, um, I'd, we'd love to hear how, yeah. That, yeah, how that went. So, so yeah, just uh, need to message us or, or you know, mm -hmm. go on there. The, you can go to the website and go to the, the, um, the page that says uh, leave, a, leave an email or you can just go to my email at jim at ultimatemission.net that's jim at ultimatemission.net and write me an email so hey thanks for joining us today um hey we were just sitting here and shooting a breeze about what happened this week so i i hope uh, i hope you were able to get something out of it if nothing else angie and i had some fun so, yeah. Um, yeah all right well you guys have a wonderful time we'll see you again say goodbye angela bye y'all okay bye bye